Welcome to Farm Her Talks, thoughtful conversations to inspire the farm her in all of us. This episode is part of our Everybody Eats series. Everybody eats and all food starts at the farm. And this one is sponsored by Nationwide. Maybe you've heard me talk about in the past how strongly I feel about sharing stories that convey safety and health on the farm. I think it is so important to keep in front of ourselves, to keep talking about, to keep uh, thinking about as we go through the day-to-day life where, you know, these are not the things that are always front and center. But especially during times like Farm Safety Week or Grain Bin Safety Week, we can stop and take a few minutes to think about what we can all do to live and operate a little more safely on the farm. So in working with Nationwide over the past few years, what I have learned is they are also so seriously committed to making sure all farmers and ranchers can come home to their families at night. Not one life ever needs to be lost due to grain entrapment, and they take this very seriously, and they have pushed forth on this effort with Grain Bin Safety Week, and it is so important to keep talking about. So for more resources and to nominate your community fire department for a grain bin safety tube and the training that goes along with it, be sure to visit www.grainbinsafetyweek.com. Now, I'm in Piasta, Iowa with Dan Neenan at the National Education Center for Agricultural Safety, or NECUS. So, welcome Dan to Farm Her Talks. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, let's start with just a little bit about you. Tell me a little bit about your background as it relates to agriculture and maybe what led you into this role in uh, safety. Sure. My background is actually firefighter paramedicine. Um, Got hired here at the college to run the firefighter and paramedic program, and they office me in this building, uh, the National Education Center for Agricultural Safety, and started to develop uh, agricultural rescue programs. And I think, to be honest with you, uh, with the rescue led to doing safety programming for farmers, ranchers, and agribusiness as well. Yeah, Um, which this is Grain Bin Safety Week right now that we're talking about this, and it's a really important topic. I mean, I unfortunately have the uh, pleasure of, of I have the pleasure of visiting people all around the country um, on their farms and ranches, and unfortunately, too many times they hear stories about uh, you know tragic things that have happened on the farm, whether it includes grain safety or not. Yeah. Um, so it's an important week to be talking about this. So can you tell me from your perspective um, what your why is? Like, why, why is it so important for you to get this message out to farmers and ranchers? Well, I think it's important uh, to get the message out to the farmers. First of all, a zero entry mentality. Do I have to get in the bin? Because, of course, if I don't get in the bin, I can't get trapped. Mm-hmm. Second of all, let's look at the reasons why somebody gets into the bin. And it's universally the grain's not flowing through the auger system. So what can I do to keep myself safe? And there are certain rules that we'll talk through that we should do entering a bend to keep us safe. Yeah, um, which we're going to learn a lot about here today, right? Like this is an experience that I'm intrigued by and kind of scared by, frankly, but but we'll get through it. You bet. I I trust you. (laughs) Well, that's a a good thing. Um, You know, if we take a look at it, by OSHA standards, a grain bin is considered a confined space. So that brings in some automatic rules that we need to chat about. First of all, we need to lock out and tag out the power source to the auger because if you go in with the auger, running it can pull you to your waist 
in 15 seconds and completely submerge you within 30 seconds. So, so let's talk about that lockout and tagout. Can you explain in uh, like layman terms what that Absolutely. means when it comes to so an auger and why that would be running? You're going to have a circuit breaker uh, that is controlling the auger of the bin. What we want to do is to shut that off and then there's devices out there that we can lock it so as I'm in the bin, nobody can inadvertently turn that power on when I'm inside. That sounds really important. Um, and tell me again what happens if the auger does get turned on when somebody is inside the bin. Well, you're going to learn firsthand today because that's how we're actually going to sink you into the bin. Uh, we're going to have you in the bin and we're going to flip the switch on to the auger. And um, with your height, uh, it, probably about 10 seconds is what it's going to take to sink you down to your belly button. Which sounds super frightening, actually. It's it's going to be very quick, but it's going to be a very controlled situation here. But remember, you know, I mean, in the farming community, we're talking 60, 80 foot wide bins. There's nothing to grab onto when you're out in the middle. Yeah, yeah. This is a relatively small bin, like yeah. you said here. And, um, you know, it, it is a very controlled situation. But but the reality is this happens, um, you know, accidents in grain bins and maybe wagons and, and other areas where grain is um, happen quite regularly. Quite regularly and, again, quite quickly. Yeah. So. Um, I know that over the years, obviously, farm safety has evolved and, you know, there's a lot of messages out there. Tell me a little bit about what you do with your equipment. Like, how do you get this message out? Obviously, here we're here today yeah. at your location and, you know, it's a controlled environment, but you go all over, right? We do. So we have two mobile trailers that we can take anywhere in the country um, and we'll do two programs with it. The first one will be for farmers, ranchers, and agribusiness and the correct way to enter into the confined space of a grain bin, but then we also teach fire departments how to do a grain bin rescue. Mm -hmm. And tell me a little bit about uh, the equipment that you use and the training that goes along with it, because in my understanding, just talking through this uh, the other day, there's so many parts and pieces to this that I wouldn't have even thought about. It's not as simple as take this grain tube and, and pull someone out, right? Like there, there's a training component that's really there important. There is a training component because again, it, it is a confined space. So that means anybody that's going in to do a rescue needs to follow confined space procedures as well. So there are, I believe, seven or eight commercially available ag rescue tubes that are on the market. Um, they're all the same. They're all different. Uh, kind of like if we were looking for a new pickup truck and you were looking at a Ford GM Dodge, um, you know, they be a little bit different in that respect, but, but they, they do the same thing. So the thought process is, again, we need to shut the auger. We need to check for oxygen content, make sure we've got at least 19.5% in the bin. Then we're going to carry the panels in, and we're going to put the panels around the victim uh, if their head is above the level of the grain, and then we're going to sink those panels down, and then we're going to use a grain rescue auger, and we're going to auger that grain out, which will probably be four to five minutes uh, to be able to get them to where they're loose. We don't just want to go in there and grab them and yank out uh, because the pressure uh, that's going to be put on the body could injure them if we do that. So we want to make sure that we we do it correctly. Yeah. So um, you mentioned, you know, you talked a little bit about your background and how you got into this. 
and you go all around and you train fire departments and you train farmers and, and uh, educate people about this. Have you experienced yourself a, a rescue situation in a grain bin? Not not a training rescue. Yeah. Not like we're going to have today, but yeah. a no, real situation. I yeah, I I can't even imagine what the pressure must be like. And I'm not talking about the pressure from the corn, but the pressure for everyone involved. So I can't yeah. uh, like stress how important yeah. that training probably well, is. Your average grain bin rescue time in America from the time the fire department gets on scene is about three and a half hours. So that's a long time to be on scene. And from the family member side of it, they're on the outside of the bin. They're not being able to see their loved one and what's going on. So that three and a half hours to them seems like an eternity. I can't imagine if, if somebody I loved was on the inside and I couldn't see them. So um, tell me about how this is working, right? Like y you have this program and you put this out there and you train people and you uh, get these tubes out there. Tell me uh, about a situation where this has worked. Well, um, for the grain bin rescue side of it, we've delivered 111 tubes since 2014. Uh, of those 111 tubes, four of them have already been successfully used in a rescue. Uh, so the first one uh, was actually the first tube we delivered, Westphalia, Kansas, uh, Glenview, Minnesota, Berlin, Pennsylvania, and just last fall, uh, Wazika, Wisconsin uh, used their tube to successfully rescue somebody out. Yeah, and I can only imagine that when that happens, as well as something you never want to happen, um, thank goodness that this equipment was there. Absolutely. So um, what is one thing that if you could have people take away from what they're going to see and experience here today with this, um, you know, demonstration and rescue, what would you want people to walk away from knowing from this? The first thing is the zero entry mentality, because if I never enter into the bin, I can't get trapped. Okay. So secondly, though, if I have to get in the bin, there's some things that I need to do to make sure that I keep safe. So first is locking out and tagging out the power source to the auger. Second is checking the oxygen content to make sure I've got at least 19 and a half percent. Be wearing a full body harness and be tied off before going in. And then the number one rule that's broken, especially in agriculture, is entering into a confined space is a minimum of a two person job. The person entering into the bin and then there has to be a reliable attendant and their one and only job is to be watching the person that's in the bin. And if they become unresponsive or if they become trapped, it's not my job as the attendant to try to go in after them. Because if it was a low oxygen situation and they become unresponsive and I try to go in after them, I can't hold my breath long enough to be able to get them. But they do play a very important part for fire rescue because not too many farms have just one on-farm storage structure. So when the fire department gets there, we need to know what structure the victim is in. Yeah. Okay, one last quick question. What is your why? Why do you keep coming back and keep doing this day in, day out? What, what's your reason? Well, I guess uh, since my bosses aren't quite here yet for the event, I get paid to play. Um, you know, if you ask most firefighters, it's the hands-on. That's what it's all about. And when we do our agricultural rescue training programs for firefighters, it's hands-on. And it's fun to teach. Uh, the grain bin is one of my... I guess funnest classes to teach because I can't do a tractor rollover and say here lay here we're gonna put a tractor on you you know we have to use a mannequin but in the grain bin we can actually use the firefighters and they get the chance to feel what it's like to be the victim and to be trapped wonderful Dan thank you so much for joining us on shining bright thank you
We are back here on Farm Her Talks and still with a grain bin safety focus. I am now talking with Paul Stevenson, who is a senior risk management consultant with Nationwide Agribusiness. Paul, welcome to Farm Her Talks. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I... I, I'm not sure excited is the right word, but I am. it's going to be an interesting day to yeah. get to experience a little bit of what people might um, feel when they become entrapped in grain. So um, I'm, I'm looking forward to um, understanding it a little bit better for sure. So Paul, tell me a little bit about maybe your background as it relates to agriculture. What led you to your job at Nationwide and a little bit about what you do? Sure. Um, I came to Nationwide in 2012. I actually am a former military guy and really wanted to get back in agriculture. I wanted to get back into grain. Uh, so I took a, a job with uh, a large grain company as an occupational safety and health person. Over the years, I kind of morphed into being a food safety, feed safety uh, type of, of uh, a job. Uh, but once again, the focus of my job or my career has always been on grain. Uh, so within Nationwide, uh, currently I'm a subject matter expert in food safety, feed safety, uh, and grain. Uh, I lead the uh, nationwide Grain Bend Safety Week team and also another team called the Grain Task Force team uh, within Nationwide that we're just really kind of focused on grain efforts and, and keeping people safe and keeping grain safe. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the program that Nationwide has as it relates to grain bin safety. You bet. Um, first of all, we started in 2014. It's an advocacy program. Uh, we tell everybody it's it's not about insurance. It's an industry problem uh, with Grain Bin Safety Week. Um, we have sponsors, and I can't I can't go on without talking about how important it is to have sponsors like Nikus and KC Supply, and there are just a lot of other sponsors who make what we do happen. I've got a great team, uh, the Grain Men Safety Week team itself. Uh, Nationwide has dedicated a lot of resources to um, put together the program to raise awareness, to uh, raise education about the hazards of entering a grain structure. Um, and so it's just been, it, we started out in 2014, we gave one, one rescue tube. Uh, it gets bigger and better. Uh, we add more sponsors. We add uh, more people that's involved not only in, in Des Moines, but in Columbus uh, each year. And it's just been a phenomenal effort. So tell me about your why. Why is this program growing? Why do you push it? Why do you want it to grow? What, what have you seen come out of this program? Once again, we are, uh, Nationwide is the number one farm insured, and so not that this, once again, is an insurance issue, it is an industry issue, but with those, with being the number one farm insured, we feel like that we've got a real advocacy effort to save the lives of, of our farmer and our grain operations operators. Um, so we're, we're passionate about it. We, once again, we want the program to grow. We want to give away as many rescue tubes uh, as we can across as many different states as what we can. But the real focus of Green Bend Safety Week, and especially this week, is raising the awareness and the education about the hazards of going into a grain structure. So if somebody wants to um, nominate their fire department for this program, how can they do that? Very easy to do. Uh, we have a website that's greenbensafetyweek.com. 
they go uh, to the site, they find the nomination form. Uh, we receive about a thousand nominations per year. Uh, we have a team within Nationwide that ranks and files those, so the very best come up to the top, and those are who we uh, award tubes to. I gotta be honest with you, is, is that if we had all the money in the world, um, we would do all of them because everybody's got a fantastic story about why they need a, a rescue tube. Um, so fill out the form. My, my two cents is, is be um, as much narrative in uh, about why you need the, the, the tube, um, that there are some collaborative efforts in between the other fire departments, rescue squads in the area, how that can be used. Um, and submit more nominations than not just one, but more nominations than just one for a particular fire department. Paul, thank you so much for being here on Farm Her Talks. My pleasure, thank you very much. And finally, we are talking with Tracy Rodemeyer, who's in the Marketing Communications Department with Corteva AgriScience. Tracy, welcome to Farm Her Talks. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself, like what you do at Corteva. Have you always been engaged in agriculture? Do you come from a farming background? Just a little bit. Ah, great question. So actually my journey here is, is probably non-traditional because I'm a city girl. I grew up in the city, um, but I married a farmer. So 15 years ago uh, was kind of my first introduction to the farming world. And when, you know, met my husband, kind of got introduced to, there was the a pork production side of it, the, the row crop side. There was something special there. I knew that. And now I say, I love farmers and I literally mean that but but really it was my introduction to agriculture and to the industry and something I just knew I had a passion for so uh, my first career opportunity was actually with the National Pork Board so I spent 10 years with pork producers um, learning the industry promoting the industry and I, I just fell in love and ever since then I just knew that agriculture is is my is my future I, it's, I have such a passion for it you're like me right like I, I didn't really mean to end up in this industry but now I've spent my entire career here totally <laughs> people I tell people like had, had I ever thought that I'd be working with pigs and corn? No, but, but I'm so glad I am, and, and it's where I'm meant to be. Yeah. Um, okay, so Tracy, tell me a little bit about Corteva's involvement in the Grain Bin Safety Week and how that came to be, and uh, a little bit about how it works. Perfect. So let me back up. And so in June of last year, so June 2019, is when Corteva AgriScience became the only U.S.-based, independent, pure-play ag company. And that's really important and exciting because what that means is that every day our global employees of 20,000 people, we, work up, we wake up every day focused on bringing value to farmers. Like that's what we're focused on. So that was, that's really cool. Um, and so when our leaders announced what our core values are for Corteva AgriScience, one of the top ones is live safely. That's truly one of our, our core values. And we, that we live and breathe that every day. And so at the end of the day, right, it's about making sure that all of our, our families, we return to our families at the end of the night. And that's not only for our employees, but also, of course, our farmer customers as well. Safety is so important and ingrained in our culture. And when we started to learn more about Grainman Safety Week and about the important work that uh, Nikas is doing on the, the education and the training and the, the rescue tubes, um, we just knew that that's such a natural fit for Corteva AgriScience because it, it's, it's keeping farmers safe. Yeah, it, it definitely is. So you guys have engaged and you're part of this Grain Bin Safety Week now. Can you tell me um, a little bit about your why? Like, you know, you're obviously a large part of Corteva engaging in this and you're here and communicating with this and, and you hear about the program. 
what is the why that keeps you guys here? I mean, I, I know obviously you are a company that's all about grains, sure. right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, my why is the personal stories. So last year in 2019, Corteva AgriScience, we donated 21 grain bin rescue tubes. We work with Nikas on the training. And I had the privilege of attending a lot of those events and a lot of the donations and the first responder trainings. And at a lot of those events, Dan or somebody would ask and say, raise your hand if you either know a story personally, you've been personally affected, or you know of somebody who's been personally affected with grain entrapment. And it always amazed me how many people raised their hands. And then after the event, the tears would start flowing. I would have people coming up and sharing those stories. And sometimes the stories happened 30 years ago, but the tears were flowing about how if only this equipment would have been available, maybe my son would have been alive today. I mean, you know, it just, it just, it doesn't, lives don't have to be lost is the point. And, and you know, that's, that's why I'm here today, right? And that's why our company is so passionate about this is because zero lives lost is the mission and, and we can do that. Yeah, that, that's doable here, right? It is, it's doable. It's doable. Yeah. Well, kudos to you and thank you for bringing, uh, you know, your why and, and your attention to this and uh, for Corteva as well. Well, and thank you for helping us get the message out, right? It's such an important message and, and we, can, we can all do it together. I hope you all enjoyed these conversations and I want to remind you that being safe on the farm isn't just for this week or next week or some week off in the future, but it's something we can all focus on today and every day all year long. It just takes a little bit of time to be informed and this can mean the difference between life or death. Again, be sure to nominate your fire department at greenbinsafetyweek.com to see if they can win one of the Green Bin rescue tubes that is given out every year by Nationwide. And you can check out other farm safety resources at nikasag.org. That's N-E-C-A-S-A-G.org. Thanks everybody for joining me on this Farm Her Talks.